Hey, welcome to the Real Life Youth Podcast, where you will find real, authentic messages, testimonies, and conversations that I hope really helps you along your journey through faith. So if you are taking your time out today to listen to this podcast, I just want to say thank you, and I hope it truly inspires you. God bless. I remember when Kristen and I, we first got Luna, our dog, uh, she was three months old. She's a pit bull that was abandoned in a pretty bad blizzard in North Dakota. And we were taken for her for a walk and we came across this family and these new neighbors that they were new to the neighborhood and we're on a walk. We come across them and, you know, we start chatting with them. We start talking with them. We see that they have a daughter that can't stand up straight. She can't really walk that well. And, you know, we just really got to know them. They found out that we were pastors at a church and they said, we really want to go to one of your guys' services. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then the cool thing about this is they actually came out of the Muslim religion. So they come to our church and they love the worship. They love the message and they find Kristen and I at the very end of service. And they said, hey, would you pray for us? Because our, our, our daughter has a doctor's appointment tomorrow. She actually has spinal issues and she needs surgery to correct it. So we're like, okay, that'd be, that, that's cool. We'll, we'll do that. So we pray over the family and, you know, we start talking to them a little bit more and, you know, we said another prayer and we go home and we take Luna for a walk the next day, which is a Monday now. And I see this family come out of their house and they kind of like half jogged, not ran, but they kind of like half jogged up to us. And they said, hey, Tate and Kristen, we got some really cool news we want to share with you. And, and they had this little girl that was walking with them that I didn't recognize before. I'm like, I haven't seen her before. You guys get where this is going? They said, a miracle happened. We woke up this morning and our daughter was able to stand up straight. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is the girl that was kind of bent over that we are praying for. They said, we went to the doctor. And when we went to the doctor, he was baffled. His mind was blown. She was completely healed. She was completely healed. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. He's never seen this in his career. You know how big our God is? Is he will work miracles to make people see. I mean, how crazy is that? She couldn't even stand up. She couldn't even hardly walk. And she wakes up in the morning, she stands up straight. How, I mean, our God is so good, isn't he? We're starting a new series today called Conflicted in the Word. And the title of the message today is Guard Your Heart. This year, we've really kicked it off a lot talking about temptations. We've talked about identity and, and other things. And, but we're going to start a new series that's called Conflicted in the Word. And I'm not sure how long this series is going to go, but we're really, man, we're really excited about it. Kristen, Ashton, and I are going to be writing out this series, and we're going to be just really trying to bring something amazing for you guys. I hope you guys really enjoy this series. I know I'm personally, I'm really excited about it. All right, so let's jump into this. When we look at Scripture, we read about many different things, right? Have you ever heard anybody talk about unclean spirits? I'm going to list out a lot of unclean spirits that are listed in the Bible with the Scripture reference next to it. So I'm going to read these off to you real quick. You have the unclean spirit which is found in Matthew chapter 2, verse 43. You have the foul spirit, which is found in the book of Mark chapter 9, verse 25. You have the deaf and the dumb spirit, which is Mark 9, 25. You have the spirit of infirmity, which is found in Luke 13, 11. You have the spirit of divination, which is in Acts 16, 16. The evil spirit, Acts 19, 15. You got the spirit of bondage, which is Romans 8, 15. You got the spirit of slumber, which is in Romans 11, 8. You got the spirit of the world, which is 1 Corinthians 2.12. You got the spirit of the Antichrist, which is 1 John 4.3. You got the spirit of error, which is 1 John 4.6. Now let's read out of 
Luke eleven twenty four through 26. What do I always say? If you got your phone, you got your Bible. Exactly. You got your phone, you got your Bible. It says that when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert searching for rest. But when it finds none, it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds that its former home is all swept and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That person is worse off than before. When you look at this, you realize the enemy will do anything to break you down. Oh, your house is in order. Well, time to take that down. That's what the enemy's thinking. That's what the enemy wants is he wants you to be in the lowest point of your life and he wants you to completely stay there. He wants you to feel defeated and he wants you to struggle. A man was possessed by an evil spirit and he comes up to Jesus and now we look at the book of Mark chapter one, verses 24 through 26 and check out what this says. It says, why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Hold up real quick. Did you realize what I just read there? Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? He already knew who Jesus was. He, he already knew who Jesus was. I'll get into that in a minute. And then it goes on to say, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Verse 25, but Jesus reprimanded him, said, be quiet, come out of this man. He ordered at that time, the evil spirit screamed, threw the man into a convulsion and then came out of it. Man, isn't it crazy when you read the Bible? People think the Bible is boring. Man, look at this. This is crazy stuff. But God is so amazing, is he not? So you have the enemy whose job is to defeat us. But how many of you know that the presence of Jesus torments spirits? I've heard this so many times. Well, I'm going to heaven because I believe in God or I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. You know, the devil believes in God and look where he's at right now. Just to believe in God, just to say, oh, I know who God is, just to think, oh, I'm a good person doesn't automatically get you into heaven. That's not how it works. It starts with relationship. It starts with your relationship. You need to guard your heart. Demons and unclean spirits know who Jesus is. It says so right in scripture, right here. He says, Jesus of Nazareth, he knows who he is, the Holy One. Jesus could command them to do anything. He, Jesus has the ultimate power. I remember when Kristen and I, we were at youth convention back home. We saw this couple that were youth leaders. And I'll be honest, they were a little bit different, but so am I. So it's all good. <laughs> but we give them a word that we felt like the Lord was really laying on our hearts during this youth convention. And she received the word of God and then she kind of just walked away. I'm like, why does this always happen to us? Why do they always just like walk away? And I remember thinking, okay, Lord, do with it what you want to do. You know, we were being obedient. We gave her the word, we gave uh, the, bo the boyfriend a word as well. The next day she comes up to Kristen and I, and she's like, hey, I just want to tell you that God worked a miracle. And I'm like, what? And she is crying still at this point. And at this point, she has, I could see that she has completely changed. She is bawling and she comes over and she says this to Chris and I, and she tells us how she is fighting through some things in her life and in her relationship and the guilt was just taking her over. But when Kristen and I prayed because God was using us as the willing vessels, she was overwhelmed with joy and love that she was looking for. But she ran away because she completely admitted that she didn't, understand this freedom that she was feeling. 
She didn't understand what she was going through. We prayed, and in the name of Jesus, the enemy fleed. So my first point to you this morning is get your heart in the right place with God. Get your heart in the right place with God. We must close the doors to unclean spirits. You've heard me say this many times. Don't allow room for unclean spirits to move or enter your life. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. Again, I always talk about guarding yourself, guarding, you know, how late you're staying up, guarding what games you're playing, guarding what music you are listening to. Do you guys remember the story of David and Goliath about how a small boy killed the Philistine who was supposed to be so great? And you got the small dude, David, that's like, I'm going to take him down. Do you know that? Well, Goliath, the Philistine had another brother. Mm -hmm. Just wasn't Goliath. So you have Goliath and his brother who are alike, but yet they're still not the same person. Okay, so why am I telling you this? What does this have to do with unclean spirits? Well, there are multiple unclean spirits and not all of them are the same. So we have to guard our hearts in all aspects of our life. Guard it from lying. Guard it from being lustful. Guard it from being boastful. Guard it from getting so angry. Here's an example. Let's say you are an ex-drug addict. You are completely healed and you have no desire to do drugs anymore, but then you start to boast about it. Boasting and sharing are completely different. Boasting, you are bragging about what God did. Boasting, you are bragging about God did this. Hey, everybody, look at me. Look how great I am. I'm no longer addicted. I completely got over this because I can get through it because I am so great. You completely take God actually out of the equation. But when you share humbly, God will move. That's why it's important to guard your heart. When you share humbly, you're saying, hey, God took me through this and I'm going to continue to rely on God because I know I can't do this alone. That's why it is important to guard your heart. Point two is God will heal you from unclean spirits. Remember the story when we watched Luda and God healed the little girl's back? Check this out. This is how awesome God orchestrates things and how God will just bring things back to scripture is there is a story that is very, very similar in Luke to the story about what happened to this little girl that we just told you about. Luke chapter 13, verses 11 through 13. He saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. Check this out. She had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. Sounds very familiar, right? When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you were healed of your sickness. Then he, meaning Jesus, touched her and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. All Jesus had to do was touch this woman and the spirit fleed. The evil spirits fleed. Evil has no power over good. God will defeat Satan anywhere, anytime, and any place. It doesn't even matter. As long as you have faith to believe, you can be delivered and healed, and God will do it. But you have to have faith to believe. Point three is the Holy Spirit is in the mode of separating. The Holy Spirit is in the mode of separating. I'll I'll get into this and we'll talk about this. But from the beginning... The plan of Satan was to disrupt the seed that would produce the Messiah. 
And who's the Messiah? The Messiah is Jesus. You see, we have an issue. We have struggles in life. We have to find the root cause of that though. When we have issues and we have these struggles, we have to find the root cause. Where did it stem from? Where is this coming from? We talk about the good fruit in our lives, but if you are not obeying God and being disobedient, this fruit isn't going to be good for very long. Now, let me clear that part up a little bit. I'm not saying that what comes from God is going to turn bad. What I'm trying to say is you could produce good fruit and then you'll start producing some other fruit that's going to turn bad because you're starting to partake in things that set you apart from God. This is why we need Jesus. That's how unclean spirits are. They try to invite other unclean spirits into your life and they try to cause the problems to become even bigger. But my next point is an unclean spirit can't defeat what is good. An unclean spirit can't defeat what is good. We need to stay firm in the word of God. One other thing we have to watch out, what I talked about last week, don't speak evil over someone or yourself. Speak life. Speak goodness. Speak the word of God. Honestly, some of you might have a problem with somebody, but you can't even tell me where the problem comes from. You can't even tell me the root cause of why you're holding a grudge against somebody. When you find the root cause of what you're dealing with, it actually might come from many, many, many years ago. Or if you have that issue with your friend, I encourage you, try to find the root cause of why you're angry at this person because it is not worth it. It's not worth it. Maybe we've doubted ourselves. Maybe we told ourselves we couldn't do it anymore. My last point is this. We need to guard our mind, our mouth, and our heart. I'm going to say that one more time. We need to guard our mind, our mouth, and our heart. Listen to this part really carefully because it's very important. What we think is what we will speak. And what we speak is what we will do. Does that make sense? What we think is what we will speak and what we speak is what we will do. You will see our fruits by what's in our heart. And I want to encourage you to speak life, speak healing, and speak God over others. Don't be negative. Don't put them down. Bring them up. Bring them up and show them what the love of Christ is really about. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for those that are listening right now. And God, we just pray that at some way that this message has impacted them, Lord. And we just pray that you will give us a protection, that you will guard their heart, that you will guard their mind, that you will guard their thoughts, their mind, their heart, their mouth, all of it, Lord, so that we can honor you to the best that we can. So God, I just give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. And God, let us be the best representation of you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you again for taking your time out to watch this podcast. I really hope it inspired you. Make sure you click that follow for future episodes and to follow us on our other social media platforms. You have a great rest of the day. God bless.